0: Heyo, I, um, I started in a really important place and that was about presence and, you know, the people around me who are noticing my presence and, oh my gosh, just yesterday, it was a, it was a strange day. I had a meeting and typically I put my phone away for meetings because I am, used to creating presence, like we don't typically take our phones into social gatherings we don't typically have our phones ever um and so meetings i typically don't have my phone but yesterday we had a, a speaker come in to our meeting and they were coming in midway through and i i was like well if they call i can help them get here if they have questions so i better just kind of have my phone on me and it was weird and then last night I had to have my phone and I feel like people felt the weirdness because I'm never looking at my phone I'm never elsewhere and it was weird um and I was so excited after she got there because I could put away my phone I could be right here so strange and then (laughs) that night I had to take my phone to bed because I needed it By me for reasons. And, um, you know, I did what I would have normally done back when I used to take my phone to bed with me. I sat there and scrolled before we went to bed. And probably six months ago, I was like, no more phones upstairs. No more phones before bed. No more. I need to be present. No more phones after I get home from work. If I can help it, I need to be here. This is not my working time. Presence. And so my youngest commented on that last night. Like, mom, remember when you used to do this all the time? And I did. Because when you aren't living in a physical world, you know? And I wasn't. My community was my social media. I did not have physical community. I did not have connections. I had followers, but I didn't have physical and I'm just going to keep fighting for physical. And we kind of talk about that and how, yeah, sure. That's slower. And we talked about that yesterday. It absolutely is. It's a slowdown. Going and meeting with someone, and that's what people oh you don't have to come all the way here we can just talk like no we can't no i need to know who you are i need to be in a room with you because that's where i understand and that's how we build and buy into each other's energy period okay uh yeah okay let's go Hey! You're on this journey, on this Season 5 vibe, and everything Season 5, as I'm forecasting what it will look like, is all about settling into the being, the knowing, transitioning from believing to knowing, and fine tune correcting what that looks like, and just living. And we started out this show, you know, really thinking that this was going to happen overnight. And one of my greatest accomplishments of all of this will be just continuing on and showing an example, a real life example of what it looks like to turn your life around. And so if you're just happening upon this show in season five, you should know there are four other seasons that have followed me on this journey. This journey of turning my life around. This journey of finally getting to this place where I wasn't angry and spiteful and hateful and ego-driven. It really follows all of that. So you can go back to the start. What I will caution you is that it is unedited and pure and raw. And I was still very much... In that ego hate phase of my life. And it's all lived out loud. And this whole journey has been lived out loud in truth. So you will hear me venturing into businesses. That if you follow the link that I am promising you will be there. You will end up lost. You are not going to get there. Just know that. Um. But. It's. It's all about that journey. It was real. It was real right then. That business I was developing, that program, that course, that whatever. It was real and this is all real. This is me living my life out loud so we can all do our dreams. Heyo! Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast where we into dreams. And I'm going to have to kind of sp- spread out my great things. Um, Some very exciting stuff has been happening, but I'm going to go with the most exciting today. Actually, no, yeah, this is the most exciting out of all of it. So, <laughs> last night before we went to bed, um, I had my cell phone and i typically don't or as of probably a year or so maybe even just six months i was like no more cell phones before bed i need to be present no more cell phones after work i need to be present for these people if i have to tap into work that's a conversation that i have with my family like hey i have to work so i'm kind of out and going to be here less than I usually am, here we go, um, but I haven't done that, and last night I had to have my phone with me, which is pretty rare, um, before we went to bed, and the result of that was sort of sinking back into those old tendencies where you like scrolling the phone before you go to bed, and most people are probably saying, yeah, that's what I do every night before I go to bed, right, you got to get that last little hit then <laughs> we don't realize that social media has become the cigarettes of yesteryear and we don't know the effects of any of that. And sure, maybe it's not going to give us lung cancer, but we don't know the effects. And I think we're just starting to see the effects of long-term social media and cell phone usage um in how it affects us emotionally physically all the things so we don't know but my daughter said to me yesterday as i was kind of scrolling before i went to bed mama remember when you used to do this every night and she was like it's so so nice that you stop doing that right because i would scroll and scroll and scroll, kind of talk to them, kind of get them to bed, you know, just kind of, kind of half present because we are just so y'all know. And I, I realize that in my own life, like <laughs> I'm half present when my phone is on and around and I'm doing that work. I am half here. And, uh, you know, For her to point that out last night, I think so many great things happened yesterday (laughs) that probably should trump this great thing, but she has noticed a difference in my presence, my availability, and sort of the sacred spaces that I have set in our lives, and I know I work a lot I do a lot but I am working to give you my presence I'm not playing a game on my phone I'm not scrolling something I'm not looking up videos or the weather or anything I am here I am here with you we are making breakfast we are tucking ourselves in for bed we are reading we are talking, but I am here. And, you know, she knows that. And she recognized that (laughs) last night. Like, hey, you used to do this all the time and you don't anymore. And I'm really glad that you don't. And, uh, you know, cause how much time is that stealing from us? Um, more than you probably care to track, right? How much time do we spend mindlessly scrolling? How much time do I spend mindlessly scrolling? Even now, even now that I set aside that present physical time, even now, how much time am I, am I wasting? More than I like to think about. And, uh, I, it's extremely helpful that I no longer have any of those apps on my phone. Um, but it's still, it's still pretty easy to get caught up in that world. And that world is not really real, you know? And I I had this conversation yesterday with my mother who was like, hey, there's a class. I don't know if you want to take it. And I'm like, okay, who is that person? You know, because how often do we just let one video convince us that we know who that person is and allow us to somehow trust that they're some sort of expert on this subject matter just because they have a lot of followers or a lot of likes. Like, you don't know, right? you don't know if that's real i was impacted early on in this journey by someone who craziest thing their friend had had something happen to them or something happened to their child and they needed to create a foundation and they needed money quickly and so she had figured out how to buy followers So that it looked like a legit movement. And because they had tens of thousands of followers. All that they bought from like China or somewhere. Not legit. Not real people. um, Followers that they literally purchased. They fundraised a crazy amount of money just because people are like oh they have followers they must be credible this must really be a thing and she's like gosh that was so easy (laughs) it was so easy and 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 after i had that experience i was like wow how often is this happening if it's that easy she's like it cost me probably five hundred dollars to buy 10,000 plus followers overnight, basically. And because of that, we were able to fundraise easily the money that my friend needed. And it's like, well, that's not illegal. Right. But it does sort of, if you really think about it, it does kind of question the values behind those things. And if that's ethical, uh, and is it, I don't, I don't know. There's probably no one measuring that or gauging that or making sure, right? There certainly isn't because uh, of just the undocumented and kind of, I don't, just like uncharted waters of social media, period. And yeah, sure, our government is working to make sure that there are guidelines and policies and all the things, but if you were watching and i was um our political environment trying to look into facebook and and if they have control of this or they don't those people asking those questions have no idea what to even ask (laughs) so we're not going to be implementing any sort of documentation or policy because we would lit the people who are supposed to do that don't have any idea what they're even talking about. And that's not a slam to them. I think it's just, it's a beast. It's a beast of an engine. And if you are going to control it and everything that it can do, that's such a big huge undertaking that would take someone focused on that in its entirety someone with the knowledge set to understand what to even ask for and i don't know that we'll be anywhere close to having someone in a seat to do that anytime soon uh but yeah Okay, that's a kind of a side note, but kind of not. So when my mom's asking me, hey, do you want to attend this conference? I ask that question. "Uh, Who is this person? How do I know? You know, what is saying that they should be the one teaching this course over someone that I know? How do I know that they've built a successful business? Or sometimes people's successful businesses are literally built on convincing people that they've built a successful business but the successful business they've built is preying on you and your insecurities which is basically what they built their business around because they just identified the insecurities of people and they started to just pray and market specifically on those things Ooh, eee, and then there's a potential and not everybody but there's a potential that they just bought enough followers to seem legit and now that's how they make their Billions of trillions of dollars. And you have no idea the actual backing of that. They could be telling you, this is the exact strategy that I used. Da, 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 to make a bazillion dollars. But they're not telling you, hey, because of X, Y, and Z, I was able to invest in this first property. Like, what is the actual background of that? And you don't know. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors in this internet world. So I said to my mother, well, I don't know who that person is. And I'm not going to just assume that they, and my mom probably finds me to be of the most obnoxious of people. Because I, I question a lot of things, but I don't question them. Most things that I question, it's because I'm not at the kind of top of the funnel in the way that we think about that. So I think that faith is an extremely important part of how you operate in this world. I also believe that some of the structures are way, way too certain that this is the way for me to engage with it. Like, how can we know? You know, how How do you know? How do you know? That's what I want to know. How do you know? How do you know for sure? You don't. You can't. You couldn't. And so I think it's it's in the same realm. You know, if I don't get to understand how you got there, I have trouble kind of buying into who you are. I don't just instantly assume that you know what you're talking about. I will ask questions. I will always be working to return to the top of that wondering funnel. That is just innately who I am. And so I do poke questions. I don't just decide and assume that you are who you say you are that this is the doctrine that we must live by because it has just been the doctrine that we have always lived by um i ask those questions i i push for certainties most times and i think most things are rather uncertain i enjoy backing things up with data as i think that that is one of the only certainties um data and metrics numbers don't lie and numbers are extremely important in how this all works and so you know i think it's really easy to just invent and and find the solution in quotes to whatever problem you have and apparently we're gonna just keep going so make sure that you take time for yourself recognize yourself for your greatness but i think that it's really easy to just go along with whatever whatever everybody else is doing and a lot of times that's it but i'm gonna ask those questions and i'm gonna certainly annoy my own mother because i am asking those questions i am pushing for certainty and i am looking for metrics and 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 data to back the decisions that we're making okay we're just assuming this person knows what they're talking about because they have a website and they they tell people that they know how, how, how they can make billions of dollars. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to need more. And so my biggest response to that is this. I have actually been more successful meeting face-to-face, physically with people in the last year than I have been in my entirety trusting and following these fragments and figments of success online and what I find interesting is that while this physical real relationship is much harder to maintain uh I feel like I have learned more than I have ever learned in life going about it this way. Meeting with people who are on or near the same level that I am. And that's always the suggestion that I make because, oh, there's about a bazillion resources (laughs) for how to do this for how to accomplish this and get this thing done. But the best one, in my finding, is the person right down the street from you. And why? I don't know, because they might not be trying to sell you on any given solution they might have had to find their own solution the result of which means that they searched they researched they 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 struggled they asked questions and they found something that worked and so i think my mother was disappointed because i wasn't willing to take this Probably masterclass with someone halfway across the world who's probably sitting on a beach somewhere, just capitalizing on all of the information that they're giving people that will never result in them having success. However, they probably got some quotes from a couple of people who did have success, who had a background of, of circumstances that we didn't clue into the actual success. And then What happens is people end up feeling like failures and like they're not enough because they're not hustle and grinding the way that this person was when they first started and da-da-da. Like, tale as old as time. And that's why it's frustrating. Because these systems, these smokes and mirrors, I mean, literally the ultimate Wizard of Oz. (laughs) You know? Oh my gosh, look, they're sitting on an island in Fiji on a yacht that they purchased themselves. They must know what they're talking about. I want that. I'm going to buy everything. Well, guess what? Is there someone across the street who knows what you're talking about? I don't know who knows the specifics of your situation what you're up against what the options are here and not that we don't need resources like that because we absolutely do sometimes there is no thought pattern that can be helpful here but today instead of spending X amount of dollars on that course. And I would say more importantly, because (laughs) there are a lot of free courses out there, more importantly, before you invest your time, time is the ultimate currency. Right? Because even the dollar that you are giving someone is a dollar that you exchange time for. Okay, you're going to give me $35,000 a year to do this job. And I'm going to take that $35,000 and I'm going to go invest in this other thing. And now I spent the time twice. Because I gave you, my employer, that time. And now I'm going to give this person that time. In, in money, but it's time. And I don't think that it's necessarily fair because I just told you those people, and not all of them, certainly not all of them, certainly not, are propped up on metrics that you can't see through. Right? Oh my gosh, they get so many likes and plays and certainly that helps. Like, listen, I post an obscene amount of content Um like absurd you know my website developer was like yeah I mean if you could blog every day and I'm like literally I probably blog two or three times a day I love writing I love I love creating I love talking on a specific subject matter I think it's the greatest thing ever I love it I love it you know um, I do. And I get it. You you do have to have that following, especially for people. It's just like winning. That's the metric they understand. At this point, followers are the metric that people acknowledge for success just like back in the day i mean if you're losing nobody's going to be like wow they're so successful even though i have coached i have played on losing teams that no doubt were successful not by the metric not by the common practice but they were but nobody would acknowledge that just like nobody will your success if you're not standing on a yacht at this point because that is the metric it couldn't be peace and passion for what you're doing that couldn't be the metric unless you're driving a BMW because that's what we see on Instagram y'all y'all This is vanity. These are vanity metrics. Even audiences, because of how easy it is to purchase. (laughs) Like, vanity. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know what these people are. And so to my mother, that is what I said. I'm I'm just focused on building physical relationships. That's it. Love how the digital world works. I think, you know, my stint of expanding this podcast at one point i thought it was oh my gosh how amazing like i'm in india what an amazing thing wow so many people are listening so many people have the potential to take this in like so many people wow what an amazing thing uh i mm, my mind is blown great. Oh my gosh. We have a listenership in Canada and that's so amazing. And it is, and it it absolutely is. And part of this game is expanding the audience. That's what you have to do to be quote unquote successful. You have to have so many listeners. You have to have so many things so that you can purchase the ads and you can do all of that. Yay. What a great thing. Wow. Amazing. So excited. But, It didn't matter and it did and it does, right? Building an audience is very important, but I hadn't created an impact. Expanding people and listenership without the ability to actually help you know, and words definitely help, but I had nothing that was active, especially at that point that could help. And, uh, you know, we are building this super slow because I think that's what the world needs. I think we need more physical relationships. And I'm not like physical, like, I'm like, can I sit in front of a desk and have a conversation with you? Can I show you? Can I feel the paper that we're going to use? Can, can you walk me through what your systems are? Can you give me a tour? Can you explain to me, should I have a question? What we're talking about? Can I see the prototypes before I approve them and not on a screen in physical like in person that's what I'm wondering and as someone who had a on-screen approach to this prior and everyone will say well Hannah that's so much less expensive than. and it'll take so much less time and I am telling you I was extremely disappointed in the end result of a lot of things that I created because I was checking a box saying, yep, that looks good, I don't know and it prints out different and it comes out different and we don't actually know and so I don't just sign off and say, yeah, I believe what you're saying. You are like, I need backup and I need to know the full story. And I think that's probably why I have built this podcast and the background story and journey the way that I have, because I didn't, get to know from the very beginning how did you do all of this how was all of this possible like really what's the background did you really come from nothing and i don't come from nothing i'm actually propped up on a lot of privilege now i came from a lower middle class family which is way more privileged than most but i remember bouncing in between i remember the constant money struggles and fights i remember feeling constantly anxious about money i remember the fights i remember feeling worried that i couldn't eat the food that we had because it might run out before two weeks and then we'd be fighting about food again and then we'd be fighting about money again i remember that pit in my stomach i remember just wishing that everything could be fine i do remember that And um, it's not that I come from nothing, but I do come from somewhat of a disadvantage. <laughs> so many entrepreneurs that I know, like, yeah, and then so-and-so invested in this, or, or my grandparents built this, or uh, blah, 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 which is so amazing. Well, I didn't have that. So everything that I have built, you know, I didn't have an extra $500 to buy myself 10,000 followers. To, to spread the word further. To make my thing seem more legit. And I'm not saying that's what everyone has done. Certainly not. But I don't know. I think my approach has changed drastically in the last two years, because I have seen and experienced the smoke and mirrors of a lot of people in the entrepreneurial industry. And I think it's time to fight for more physical. It's time to sit in front of desks with people and shake hands and get to know each other again. And, and that's where we're headed. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, I've enjoyed spending time with you and I cannot thank you enough for making what I do possible. If you want to continue to support the show and therefore continue the development of everything that we're doing here with the death of a dream and the development of local and all of the platforms that allow dreamers to do you can go ahead and connect with us on socials at local shop space and connect with me on socials at hannah nuss and i would love to see you there go ahead and check out all of our websites and everything that we do here i don't know. I would love you to do all of that, to like, share, and and comment on everything that we're doing. But bottom line, I, I just want you to do your dreams. And as long as you're going after the things that set your heart on fire, that's all that really matters. Change the world.